Yesterday featured differing reports coming out of Oxford. Shocker. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with bears and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. And happy War Report Wednesday to all who celebrate as we are joined by Mike G of the War Report. Tuesday marked another interesting day in the Auburn Old Miss Lane Kiffin saga. Mike G did not top Monday, but still very interesting. Lane Kiffin met with the Old Miss football team. Several reports confirmed that to be true, including folks that talked to several players. And there was a screenshot that emerged. Uh, it was like a screenshot of Snapchat where it's like, yo, Lane told us he's staying. And then more reports came out. It's like, no, he just said that he hasn't signed a deal or accepted any offers. And he would let him know when he did. So Mike G, uh, really the last 48 hours have been wild when it comes to Lane Kiffin and Auburn. What do you think of the latest installment of all of this? You know, Zach, it reminds me of Lincoln Riley. I am not Ooh. going to be the next coach at LSU. Meanwhile, at USC, right? He is. He was going to be the next coach. So, I mean, tech, this is one of those things where you think, well, technically he didn't lie. Like, I have not accepted an offer. Okay, right. <laughs> great. That's you, you say a whole lot of nothing in that sentence. Um, but I think it's obvious. I don't, I don't think this is uh, a bunch of smoke about nothing. Uh, Auburn has made it clear. Uh, nobody has refuted the reports about him being their number one target in this coaching search and uh, them being willing to throw the bag at him to make him, you know, maybe a top five coach and uh, paid coach in all of college football. So Lane Kiffin has some decisions to make, uh, but you do want to be a pro- you, you do want to be professional. Now, he didn't put these rumors out here. He's got to deal with them. He didn't put him out here, but he's got to deal with them, and he's still got a game to coach on Thursday, so he's doing his best to try to keep his team focused and do right by the kids. Well, while he didn't put them out there, he could make them all go away very easily, and he's chosen not to, right? Because right. Uh, he's he just in the Auburn job. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, all he has to do is tell his team, I'm committed to Ole Miss, and I, I plan on being here next year, but he can't do that because he, he doesn't want to lie to his kids. And so... Uh, the rumors are there for a reason, right? I mean, th- th- that's why we're at this point. Yeah, I don't think anybody's denying this at this point. I mean, I guess my my biggest issue yeah. has been with Ole Miss fans acting like he's doing them dirty somehow. He's not, right? Like, Ole Miss fans have become the whiniest bunch of people, Zach, that I have ever seen over a man just considering another job. You know, and they're talking about, oh, this and that. And like, you know, you could put all this to bed. Well, obviously he hasn't because he's a grown man who got offered another job and he's considering it. He's not putting it to bed because it's not time to put it to bed. But he hasn't really addressed it either because there is a chance that the deal falls apart in the 11th hour and he comes back. What else do you expect him to do? Right. I don't get it. What do you expect him to do? And talking to folks that are more familiar with how the process works than I am, once there is an official offer and it's displayed in front of him, it's done. It's over. It will be accepted. And then the question is, how long does it, does that stay quiet until 
right. until it's leaked. You know, th- th- that'll be that'll be a different story there. But well, Auburn has an interim head coach. So after the Egg Bowl, as far as I'm concerned, you can put it out immediately. Right. They, they what made do you, it clear what, what, what do you campus. think of the take? There's several. I saw this from a few national media members. And I've seen it from a few Auburn people, but I want your thoughts on this because I'm not super buying it. Okay. And I want to see if you buy this and then we can have the discussion on it. If you announce it or it leaks or it's a controlled leak, where you announce a head coach, doesn't matter if it's Link Kiffin or whoever, on Friday before okay. the Iron Bowl, the take is if you do that, it's disrespectful to Carnell Williams. And I don't know, I don't think I, I don't think I buy that. Mike G. Right. Um, Do I don't you? Think I bu- yeah, I don't think I buy that either. You know why? Okay. It's because everybody's very clear on that there's a coaching search going on. And listen, mm-hmm. Zach, in terms of recruiting with the early signing period, that's one more day. You can let people know who your head coach is going to be. And it's one more day for recruits to consider and make a decision. And, you know, the whole thing about disrespecting Carnell, that's a silly media narrative. That's not a real narrative, I think. In any in the in the, you know in the in the locker room or in the athletic department anywhere, um, you know, yeah. some people just need something to talk about. But ultimately, you want to do this as soon as possible. Now, if we if we're still doing the signing period in February, maybe you have a few days or a week to think about it. But totally. you know, time is of the essence here, man. People need to know who the coach is going to be so they can get behind them, and recruits need to know who the coach is going to be so they can make decisions about their football team. Yeah, and Carnell Williams. Loves Auburn more than anybody. Yeah. And he's savvy. He knows that it's best in the best interest of Auburn to get a head coach in, a big name hire in as quick as you possibly can. And look, he knows he's probably going to be retained. I'd be shocked if he wasn't. I, I think that'd be a really bad PR move. I also think it'd be a bad um, decision. I, I don't know Period. why you would have Period. anybody yeah. else <laughs> coaching uh, Auburn running backs than, than him and slapping associates head coach title on it, um, figure out a way to make sure Zach Gethridge is still taken care of, assuming you want to keep him on staff because he currently has right. that associate head coach tag right now. But, you know, f- find a way to keep Carnell, right? I don't know why you would want to, to you know, get rid of him and not retain him. So I think that's a situation where everyone went. And, and you talk about, you know, folks that are pro caddy, if you talk about the development of him as an offensive coach, have him coach under Lane Kiffin. That, I mean, right. can you think of a better way to like for, for him to learn it, how to yeah, yeah for him to take a step as a play caller down the road? Like, yeah, I, I watched Lane Kiffin do it. One of the best in all of college football. And so the fact that people are either like if you're pro Kiffin, you're anti caddy and vice versa, be pro both of them because Carnell Williams is pro Auburn. And, and I think this is what's best for Auburn. Yeah, I did a Twitter space uh, two days ago, Zach. Uh, you do where, a Twitter space like every night. Like, don't. <laughs> well, recently, yeah, I haven't done much of anything recently. But That's fair. I, I did a Twitter space uh, two days ago. I, I just happened to be up. Our guy, All All Bar, was running the space, and I jumped in, and a guy was going on this caddy rant about how caddy, you know, is just they need to hire him, and he made his case for caddy, you know. And I kind of sure. respectfully jumped in and said, "Hey, listen, no disrespect to caddy. He loves Auburn. Auburn loves him, right?" Um, but you know, you and I have talked about it on previous podcasts. I mean, that that situation would be completely set up for him to fail. Um, so they should not go that route. Uh, but with Kiffin coming in, listen, if he hasn't seen anything over the last two weeks, 
he should have seen that family matters at Auburn, right? Because that is what the energy Carnell has injected back into this program has been about. He's one mm-hmm. of ours, right? And nobody's uh, nobody's accusing him of being the best X and O's coaches or the most experienced. But, but <clears throat> I think it was clear, Zach, that there was a morale issue in that locker room. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you're Lane Kippen, you're going to inherit a lot of those players. So to me, it's just a spark this business decision to keep him based on how you see the running backs are performing and based on, you know, the logistics and, 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 and the other aspects of just keeping a guy who is an Auburn guy who can recruit, who can re- relate to, to young young men who a lot of these guys remember watching. Not one yeah. of these like 80s or 70s guys. I'm talking about a 2000s guy that recruits. Remember, go crazy Cadillac. Come on, man. This do, is a do, no-brainer. Do they remember that? Right, do they remember that? They don't remember that, right? Yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe which it's is, a die-hard. Which is a, little, which is a little concerning, right? But, I mean, right. still, they, they know who Carnell Williams is. There's no question about it. There's no question about it. And that's why he's recruited well. So Yeah, yeah. Retain we'll Caddy. Retain Caddy because it's a smart business decision. Not not necessarily because he's an Auburn man or anything. Like I just think it's a smart business. Decision. No, he needs to be on the staff. No, no question about it. No question about it. You mentioned the players. We've mentioned players a few times throughout this conversation already. What do the players know? Because something interesting happened yesterday, and um, it kind of makes you wonder. Kind of makes you wonder. I'll tell you what I mean in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business or football program. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and LinkedIn Jobs makes you do that. Uh, and also, it's free, right? You, 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 can't, um, you can't beat that. And so when you make your job posting at LinkedIn Jobs, you're able to ask, you know, a bunch of qualifier questions to help kind of weed out if you're looking for a certain thing. And LinkedIn Jobs will say, you know, hundreds of people apply. They can whittle it down so you're not, you know, looking through hundreds of applicants. They're like, hey, here are four or five that that you probably should take a look at. So check it out. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions apply. Mike G of the War Report joining us on this War Report Wednesday. Big news happening in Auburn yesterday. Landon King has reached into the portal and withdrew. He has withdrawn his name from it, which is very, very exciting. I think a lot of Auburn fans were upset when they saw that he was announcing that he was entering the portal. I think they respected it. I think they understood, but it was a total bummer. My question to you is, what does he know, right? Because it doesn't doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to like just leave unless you know something, right? There was no there's no downside for him staying for another week, but he decided to go ahead and uh, he went ahead and uh, took his name out. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that the players have been addressed, and if they haven't, they will be. But if I'm Landon King, after you know we just you you're you're, you're Athletic department just got rid of a coach who just didn't use you. Fans, sure. fans were constantly like, "Where's Landon King?" And then the two times he gets on the field, he's Odell Beckham in balls, right? And people are like, "Yeah, well, he had one catch for twenty-four yards, and it was an incredible catch." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And so people are like, well, "Why is it this guy on the field?" So yeah. uh, I thought it was 
uh, you know, a decent decision for him to consider the portal. But now, if you're looking at a Lane Kiffin offense, you're maybe thinking, I'm going to stick around for a little bit. It makes me wonder if Ole Miss was on his list of schools to possibly transfer to. Right. So I, I think that this this potential offense that Lane Kiffin is potentially bringing in, is going to be very attractive to quarterbacks and wide receivers. Now, that's something Auburn hasn't had in a really, really, really long time. So, you know, if you're Landon King, you'd be dumb not to give this a look. I think, um, you know, you're already yeah, excited about caddy. Yeah, right. And you can enter the portal after the fifth again. Right. Like there, there's Still. no downside for him to come back as well. That's the other side of the coin. And also. Maybe he's hedging his bets a little bit because if it is Lane, he is guaranteed a spot on the roster, right? Because he's right. on the roster when Lane gets there. Um, exactly. If he's in the portal and Lane gets there and he wants to come back, he's like, hold on, hold on. You know, maybe, maybe I don't know why Lane would want him, but I guess in theory that could happen. So, um, yeah, maybe he's just kind of betting on himself. I don't know. Well, listen, if Auburn gets a bowl game, you have to wonder how Kiffin is going to use those extra 15 practices or whatever they get. Mm hmm. Um, to try to evaluate this team um, and get ready for the spring. And if I'm Landon King, there's no downside to being around for that. Like you said, you can still, you can still get, get back in the portal. Yeah, you can but portal out, if, right. Yeah, what if they use you during the bowl game and he goes off? I mean, you and I were talking about this. Uh, there's a possibility that Auburn is one of three teams that gets into a bowl with a 5-7 and seven record. Mm -hmm. Um, and I believe we said they're in the top tier for that. So yeah, there's no downside to sticking around. I think a lot of these guys made, um, smart decisions, but somewhat impulsive because they had time to wait and see before they jumped in the portal. Um, you know, I think some of them wanted to send a message by jumping in the portal early. Uh, but now the situation has changed and just like any smart person, once the factors change, you should reevaluate whether you made a good decision or not. I think that's what he's doing. Yeah. And then uh, amidst all of this uh, Tuesday evening, Zevion Capers tweeting out the eyes emoji like, oh, what's going on? I'm watching. I'm watching. Right. So perhaps Zevion Capers will do uh, a similar thing to Landon King. We'll have to see. We will have well, to listen, see. I mean, I, I still I, think that. Go ahead. Zevion Capers, you know, his situation, he was a player that was in Harson's doghouse. He was in Harson's doghouse. Yeah, he was a Gus guy. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. You know, uh, they had, you know, Xavion, and with a, uh, I'll just say this: with a new coach, he gets a chance to reset. All these kids are supremely confident in their own abilities, and now that you know Harson's gone, you know, again for him, that's new life for him. That's that's a, rene a renewed lease on life. You know, I'll bet you a lot of these guys are excited about it. If you, had, if you didn't see the field a lot under the last coach, you're excited about this change because it's a, a chance to reset and show the new coaches what you have. No question about it. And he, I mean, he looks like the big body receivers that Lane Kiffin has had at Ole Miss over the last few years. They've, for sure. um, they've been good. They've been good for sure. And, of course, some of the big guys who are in Alabama's offense as, as well. I mean, that's just that's what he's done well. So. Um, I'm there with you. Uh, if I, I mean, if you're an offensive player, you want to be in a Lane Kiffin offense. So yep. we'll um, we'll see what happens there. I want to address the bowl stuff because I don't think I've talked about that on the mm. show. But it looks like if everything goes chalk the way we're all expecting it to on Saturday or this weekend, there will be three spots of all the bowls that you can't fill with six win teams or better. There, there's more spots available 
than there are six win teams. And so they look at like academic progress rate and Auburn's top and all of that. And also, of course, a bowl at that level, like the Liberty Bowl, they're going to want a fan base like Auburn in it. You know, they're right. they're dying for that. So um, Auburn's going to be an early priority for that. So a lot of people are slating Auburn to the Liberty Bowl, regard, assuming they lose to Bama. They're, they're putting them in the Liberty Bowl against Baylor. I've seen that in three different places. And that's awesome because, man, these kids deserve that. They do. Listen, if I'm an Auburn football player right now, give me Liberty or give me death. Oh, oh! So I think that wow. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that was my lame attempt at a joke. Uh, you do it all the time, but listen, at the end of the day, you're right. These Whoa. kids deserve it. <laughs> they work. They work hard. They worked hard, and this is your reward for not quitting on your season. Yep, this is your reward for not quitting on your season. Now, if you follow social media, this really chaps those fans on the other side of the state that Auburn and its fans have now hung it up and said, this is the worst season ever. This is a complete failure. Let's just quit. I sell the whole football program, you know, yep. and, you know, let's, you know, let's major in losing now, I guess. I don't know. Like, they, they just are so upset that these guys yeah. haven't quit on their season, and I don't get it. You know, if you're not playing for a championship, you still have something to play for. And that bowl game experience is somebody who's gone to five bowl games with, with Auburn you know, to film it, I'm telling you, it's a special experience for these kids to go and be a part of that and 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 and, and get to travel and play someplace they've never been uh, against somebody that they wouldn't normally play against Baylor. I think it would be a great matchup. Come on, man. Like, there's no reason to get down on these guys. You know, they, you. they deserve this because they didn't quit on their season. They could have quit. They treated the Texas A&M Games Act like it was the national championship. Right. They went and played their hearts out against Western Kentucky. And I think with a decent showing against Bama. Right. Um, or potentially a win that was really unlikely. But, you know, we all we'll love to see that it. in a second. Right. Like, I, I, I just really think they are. You're right. They earned it in every sense of the word. They earned it. And anybody saying otherwise uh, yep. should, you know, reevaluate their life goals. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll touch on the Iron Bowl in just a second. Mike G, our friends at Bet Online, they have Auburn as a 22-point dog as we record this. So where do you sit on that? Do you, do you like Auburn plus 22 or Bama minus 22? I like, uh, I like Bama minus 22. <laughs> the do only really? reason, yeah, because it's in Tuscaloosa. Because it's in Tuscaloosa, right? And um, listen, the only way this works is if they can – implement the same game plan they've had, keep the ball away from Bryce Young, mm-hmm. run, you know, find a way to run for 300 yards in this one, and then Robbie's going to have to make some plays with his arm, right? Like, Bama's not going to let us just run the ball straight down their throats like we have right. with the last two teams. Uh, so, like, I like Bama at this one. But, again, it's the Iron Bowl, so who knows? Who knows? Um, I, don't have, I don't have enough bug left in me to pick, <laughs> pick over to this one. Uh, now, I, I think – no, no, let me tell you, we're, we're talking straight up, obviously, but I, do, I don't know. I might favor Auburn to cover. I think I like Auburn plus 22. Yeah, I think I this. like Auburn to cover. Yeah, now that I'm thinking. Oh, so if you're listening and you like that, be sure to head over to our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts. You, you touched on that uh, in the Bet Online read right there about this game being in Tuscaloosa, right? Because when Alabama's looked their worst in LSU, in Austin, 
at College Station, like they they've looked vulnerable, right? right? In Oxford, they they've looked vulnerable. Bryce Young hasn't been himself. You can even go back to last year, right? In Florida, in Auburn, um, it's just this has been a different looking team. But at home in Bryant Denny, unfortunately, I, I it, it's going to be tough. I mean, people don't win there too often, so right. I think this is kind of going to be the difference there. From a matchup standpoint, though, Alabama's receivers have not been what they have been this Facts. year. They, they've been pretty. Uh, they've been pretty average, and I think, I think Auburn's defensive backs right now, the way they're playing, is the strength of this team. Some people may argue and say pass rush, and if you want to say that, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'm not going to fight that, right. but I think the pass rush is, if it's not the strength, it's certainly a strength, right? The emergence of DJ James has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Jalen Simpson at safety has been right. incredible, and you're seeing guys get more and more comfortable, right? Like a JD Rim and a Keontae Scott. Like you're seeing those guys come into form, and Emiah Pritch is doing his thing. So there, there's a lot to like about how they're playing. I'm curious to see how that matchup goes, right? Because Alabama has not been great in pass protection. I don't know how or why, but their offensive line's not great. For the second year straight. And, and yeah, and so I think I think this defense can keep it close. Now I don't know like last year, you know, three and out, three and out, three and out by Auburn's offense. It was just bad. Is it gonna look like that again? It it might. It really might might yeah, yeah. but you know, maybe Robbie can have a moment. You know, maybe Tank can break a few. Jarquez can do some fun things. But uh, to me, I think it's gonna. I think the defense is gonna keep him in it for a while. I, I really do. Okay. All right. Listen, I'm not about that. Listen, if Auburn's gonna win this game, Zach, uh, my the, the formula is simple: get to Bryce Young. Get to Bryce Young, 2021 Iron Bowl style. You know, get to him, sack him, put him on his ass. And don't let him beat run around back there and beat you. That's it. You know, it's mm-hmm. difficult to cover for for you know over so many seconds. Uh, and if we're not going to put any pressure on them, uh, I don't believe Auburn can win this game. But do I believe that they can put pressure on them? Yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Because this Bama O line is susceptible. Um, and what they've done in the past is they've leaned on uh, their superior skill positions to cover what they've lacked on O-line the last couple of years. Right. It, it, it caught up to them this year. It caught them up. The, it caught up to them this year. I think that Auburn, you know, if you come, you know, uh, maybe Schmetting gets a little exotic with some blitzes and they go after him and show him some looks that he's never seen. I mean, yeah, I don't maybe. know, man. I don't, the Auburn that maybe. they're preparing for might not be on tape. Yeah. The uh, What do you think about – how would you defend Jameer Gibbs? They're incredible running back. Um. Okay. So and, and is, like, I get you stack the box and all that. I'm more worried about him as like a pass catcher, right? Yeah, like for sure. I mean, he's explosive, and you know, you got to seal the edge and all that. And like, I, I think that's just fundamental stuff. And sometimes Auburn's going to win on the edge. Sometimes they're not. It's just part of it. But as far as like, I mean, we, we've just seen him take a two yard run and you know, like change the game, right? right? Like, can you put Owen on him? Do you put a nickel on him? Do you treat him like he's a receiver in the backfield? Like I, I'm looking forward to seeing what what they do there. Well, well, the linebackers at the second level have to play better. They have to they, track. They've been better the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah, they have. They, to, they've been okay. Yeah. They've got to. They've got to track better. They've got to fill the gaps. They've got to stop. Um, you know, it's Jameer Gibbs as a player, and again, I just mentioned it. 
the skill positions for Bama are good. Mm-hmm. They're good. Uh, and, you know, but they're not a team without weaknesses. So as far as Jameer Gibbs is concerned, it's going to be a whole team effort, Zach. And honestly, you beat him with communication and you beat him with effort. That's how you stop him. Beat him with communication with and stop him with effort. I'm there with you. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. My G, thank you so much for your time as always, my friend. How can people check out everything that you have going on? Ah, YouTube.com, type in the War Report. We got lots of great stuff going on over there. Of course, we're covering basketball. Uh, we got some great things going on with our sponsors over there. So go check us out. We got a lot of good stuff for you guys. Yep. Check out the War Report. Become a member, a patron. Give them some love. They deserve it. You can find all my written work at auburndaily.com. Tomorrow, we will do a crossover with Luke Robinson of Locked on Bama. Some of you will like that. Some of you will hate it and send mean things to me. We'll see how that goes. And on Friday, it'll be an eventful day. Maybe. We'll see. But Ferg Friday uh, with Justin Ferguson. So all that coming up, despite it being uh, the holidays, we've, uh, we've got those recorded for you already. So stay tuned. Check out AuburnDaily.com. This has been Locked on Auburn.